Okay, folks, thank you for joining us. Um, yesterday evening, I was in a uh, GOP meeting, and I immediately got a text near the end of the meeting, and I was alarmed. The text came from actual, actually a, a candidate for sheriff in Chatham County. We're talking about North Carolina because this podcast, thankfully, goes beyond the state of North Carolina. But this is Chatham County, North Carolina. What I was told really shocked me, uh, and I, again, there again, I'm not not sure why it did, because of where we are and in, in our times. But I was told by uh, this candidate for sheriff, who's become a good friend of mine, that there was an eighth grader in Chatham County who was very much intimidated and belittled for her faith, and that is very troubling. And when I got home, uh. I called the father, and you're going to meet him today. His name is Ryan Smith. He's going to tell his story, and we want to make everybody famous because we're tired of this garbage, and it's going to come to an end. We're going to start holding people accountable. Amen. As soon as I got off the phone with Ryan last night, and I said, let's set something up for today, I got another phone call by a mutual friend of ours, and... uh he was telling me, hey, you need to talk to this guy. So this is getting out, and that's what we want to do. We have Dr. Street. He's coming in here from uh, on location in South Carolina. But I want to give the floor over to Ryan Smith right now. He's going to tell his story. And, uh, Ryan, tell us about yourself and tell us everything you know. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Street. Thank you. Uh, I'm also telling you thank you for all the concerned parents and all that are involved. Uh, this is not only me. Um, but what we have here is a very, very serious situation. That's something that needs to be taken care of, not only here in Chatham County, what, what I'm dealing with and what these other parents are dealing with and other staff members. Um, this, this is across America. And unfortunately it, it had to happen, um, to me and my family. And so, um, my daughter is an eighth grader at Bonley Elementary. Very, very good child, um, never caused any trouble. And she was asked by her teacher, uh, Wes Lay, what was her favorite things? And which the whole class was asked also. Uh, she, wrote, she wrote down that she liked art, basketball, and her Bible. And I don't know about anybody else that's listening, but that's very encouraging for a, for, for a, a child yes. to be happy, to be able to write down that she likes her Bible yes. in American school. And so her teacher wanted to tell her what an atheist is and, and explain to her that God's not real. And proceeded to, to, to use a poor example of a brick wall that atheists believe in. A brick wall of something that you can see, something that you can physically touch. But I hate to tell them they're wrong. And fortunately, my daughter has enough faith that she knows exactly what she's talking about. She knows more than he does. But 
The issue at hand is there's other kids in this classroom. And whenever my daughter told me about this and my wife, we were so upset. For one, that it should have never happened. For second of all, that something should have already been done that quickly. And we notified the school system. And my daughter said she didn't want to go back to school. This poor child did not want to go back to North Carolina public education system. A school is where you should be wanted to is that's where you want to go. So the principal called me the, the following morning. My daughter walked into that school, had the armor of God on and her chest out. And she told that principal what happened. And I spoke with that principal. That principal was very, very impressed with her. Took a lot, took took a lot for that little girl to do that. The principal said that she was going to look into it and see about handling things. I tried to make her job easier for you. Get him gone. He does not need to be there. That man is a bully. He is not a teacher. Yep. So, moving forward, I was smart enough to think about my daughter being at that school, not wanting to be there. And I went down to the local Christian Academy, Faith Christian. And I spoke with those people. And they welcomed us in with open arms. They told us, get here to this, get her here to this school. You have nothing to worry about. And they said, if you don't get all your paperwork filled out, that's completely fine. Just call us this afternoon and let us know that you're coming. So... I went home and called Bonnie Elementary and told them that I was coming to get my daughter. And when I picked that little girl up, she told me, she said, Daddy, she said, my stomach hurts so bad. She said, I've got knots in my stomach. I'm just sick. She said, I don't have to see him for five minutes. She said, but I didn't want to be there, Daddy. And I said, well, honey, you don't have to worry about that no more because you're going to be going to a new school. And unfortunately, we're having to go to a new school because of a bully. So she started her new life at this school. And I will tell you this right here. When she walked in that classroom, she was a nervous little girl. But that's no comparison to the nervousness that she had to put up with a bully. And I'm going to be honest with you. She is trying her hardest at this school. But it's a sh- so shameful how far the North Carolina public education system is behind. We're talking about a little girl that was in beta that makes very good grades, and now she's in she is in this academy now to where she's trying to catch up. So that should tell you about our public education. We're we're so far behind. It is ridiculous. That's the one of the first changes we need to make. So moving forward. I have spoke with the assistant superintendent and uh, very kind, polite man, which I, you know, when you're paid to do things like that, the shoe fits. So 
he rambled on. And I had I, I want to go ahead and get down to the point of it. I, and, I, and, I, and I asked him, I said, is he still employed by the Chatham County Schools? He said, yes, he is. I said, what time are you terminating his job today? Well, that is disclosed. It's an HR thing. They're handling it. Not everything is put out there. And, then, you know, I see on WRAL and other channels, news outlets, student-teacher relationships, things that go in schools. You see what teachers are facing up against, charges and whatnot. Well, this is what we're dealing with. This is not good. But what was pointed out was that my daughter took it the wrong way. I'm going to be honest with you. For anyone to say that or think that, there's confusion. Because there is a God and there's only one God. And I went ahead and put it in perspective him very quickly. And what I put in perspective was the fact that we're dealing with faith and religion. We're dealing with the bullying. And the bullying that my daughter had to witness and all the other kids that witnessed this in the classroom. Well, what we have is a horrible thing at hand. Which I went on to elaborate to tell him, what if I would have went upstairs? What if I would have came in and my daughter would have physically harmed herself or if not took her life away because of a bully that belittled her faith in front of other peers, bullied a child. And I'm going to tell you right now, my, my daughter did not ask for this. This was done with malice. This was with intent to harm my daughter. How could you? Do that to any child. And so it gets me speechless at times, but I've got a lot to say about this because we have a lot of hand here. I, I'm in, in the repair stage right now, but I'm trying to get the school system to move forward with me on, on a prevention, repair and prevention. But someone that is supposed to be a mentor, someone that's supposed to build this child up, someone that is supposed to be able to make you feel loved, bullied my daughter, and she had no backup whatsoever. My daughter has been brought, has been asked to come back to Chatham County Schools. She does not want to come back to North Carolina public education system. But why, why would I want to send her back when that bully is still at the school? I spoke with the superintendent. And he told me that I need to have forgiveness. And I do have forgiveness. But he should still be terminated. And what I want to point out, and I want him to be known, want him to be made known of, is that, but who shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me? It were better for him to have a millstone or to hang around about his neck that he were drowned in the depth of the sea.
But to go ahead and put this out there, to have forgiveness, you have to have repentance. There has been no apology whatsoever from this man. He has not asked for repentance. But I've been good enough to go ahead and forgive him. And so moving forward with all this, I want this to be an eye for all the parents, all the teachers. Note that I said teachers, not bullies. There's more at hand that we have here. We we have mental stability here that, that somebody has messed up, has permanently hurt my daughter and who, whoever else, because not every child has a voice. But whenever I spoke to that superintendent, he said that they, 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 they've already took corrective action. And all I want to know was, is he still there? And they said, yes, it's not a repetitive offense. Well, of course, it's not going to be a repetitive offense. I took my daughter out of there. My daughter was discriminated against her religion. And I asked this superintendent that's paid a bunch of money. What would you know if that would have been my daughter that said something about somebody's religion or done something to him? He didn't know what they would do. Well, it sounds like to me, he doesn't know how to do his job if he doesn't know his, the procedures. Boeing, you should be suspended, if not terminated from that school. Why is a student upheld more than a teacher? And so a child's rights has been stripped away from them. Discrimination against religion, this this is real. This is America. Mm-hmm. There was blood shed for this country. And there was blood shed for my daughter's religion. Mm-hmm. And this needs to stop. And that bully is still in that classroom and it shows two things. It shows all these children that it's okay to bully. That bully is still in this classroom. He's still here. And the second of all, it shows all these other teachers. Well, this is not a repeat offense I'm getting ready to do. All I'm going to do is get a slap on the hand. This needs to end. It needs to end now. And I tried my hardest. Got a, got a couple questions for you. Did, did you go to, did you also go to the school board, Chatham County School Board? I, I did go to the school board. What did that I spoke say? with I spoke with Mr. Gary Leonard. He was very concerned about my daughter. The first thing he was worried about is where is she? Is she okay? And he began to apologize when I told him that my daughter was okay. He began to apologize and he said uh, he wanted to hear what went on, you know, further in detail. And I told him and he said, I'm getting off here and I'm calling the superintendent right now. He was going to go ahead and get out. So he, he went ahead and put the wheels in motion. Okay. But nothing has been done. He, that bully is still in the classroom. But, but, but how, how else does this go on? How many times does this go on in America every day in other states, in other school systems that we don't hear about? This is just one little exposure here. That's true. Did Tell us the name of the teacher one more time because it, that sort of just blew past. I want to make sure everybody knows this. Wes Wesley, spell that last name. 
believe it's L-A-I-L. Um, I can look that up right quick. I, I've only met the man one time. And it was at Open House. Mm-hmm. And I, I trusted him with my daughter. Well, that's faith. Right. And that's something he doesn't believe in. What does he teach? That's his last name, L-A-I-L? Yes. Okay. Wes Lail. Yes, yes. And and, uh, he teaches uh, language arts. But the thing is that that, that I also want to point out because he doesn't believe that God's real. And apparently all these other people that, that are not supporting this within the school system, they say their beliefs are the same as mine. They're really not showing it. But what I'd like to say is that for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. That's Ephesians six twelve. Without ruler in that classroom, that's the evil that they're talking about. These rulers of this school system. That's the evil they're talking about. Now, my daughter's faith was belittled because of the Bible. But that good book has everything wrote in it to fire back at them. That's right. And and I just want to make it be known. She didn't ask for this. No. The school system said it was done intentionally. It, it was not done intentionally. But how can that not be done intentionally? I mean... He asked the question, instead of moving on, he proceeded to put up a case. Why would you put up a case on something that supposedly does exist? Why, why, why would it be argumentative? Who is the principal, Ryan? At, at Nikki Murchison. Nikki Who Murchison. is Nikki Murchison. Nikki Murchison. Okay. Yes. All right. And so, and also the superintendent is Dr. Anthony Jackson. Yes, sir. Adam County Schools. Uh, I'm glad to hear that that Gary Leonard uh, responded to you in the way that he did, because I've known Gary for many years and worked with Gary. So mm-hmm. I'm very glad to hear Mr. Leonard did that. I was uh, That is very encouraging, and I appreciate Mr. Leonard for doing that. Now it's time for the school board to rein in their employee, their number one employee, which is the superintendent, to make the superintendent do what is right in this situation. And so I, for one, am calling for the superintendent and the board to step in and do do what is right with this employee and and suspend this employee. Because what you are, what you just, what you just iterated to us is not only bullying, what you iterated to us was what is called proselytizing. All right. So when you proselytize someone, you are trying to convince them of your faith. So if I'm a Christian and you're not, I am proselytizing you when I tell you that Jesus Christ lived and died for you and that he's coming again and that you need to be saved. That's proselytizing you. An atheist does exactly the same thing. When he puts a child up who is under his authority in a position that he should not be doing this because last time I've heard that schools are supposed to be religion neutral zones. 
So atheism being pushed on children in this situation is a direct violation of separation of church and state. Dr. Street, go back and uh, reiterate that because you froze. You said schools are supposed to be. Schools are supposed to be religion neutral zones. And so for an atheist to stand up there and try to proselytize a child who is under his authority to his own religion, which atheism is a religion. It is a religion of of non-deity. And so for him to do that, he is essentially breaking the law and is uh, and uh, in violating the rights of the, not only your child, but every child in that room, he violated their rights. And so that is, he was proselytizing, openly proselytizing your child and every other child to his way of belief. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and thank you for pointing that out. Um, because that 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 puts me to where I wanted to bring up this topic. Okay, they're trying to indoctrinate our children. Yes, that's not what I'm paying taxes for. That's not what a lot of Americans are paying for, if any that I know of. Yeah. So where's our money going to? As a taxpayer's point of view, what is our money going to? Why why should we have to pay for public education when we're not getting it? Well, Ryan brings up a great point. Where is the money going to? That demands its own podcast. For now, this is part one, Ryan Smith's story of standing up for his daughter. In part two, you'll see our response. That'll be coming shortly.